G'day folks, welcome to the 8th episode of The Back Room. I'm your host, Donovan, and I'm joined by Kale. G'day fellas. And Archer. How are we doing? And this week, it's a very special week, um, since it's the AFL Grand Final week. And because of that, we've brought on former Melbourne defender, Paul Hopgood. How are you, Paul? Uh, good, to, good to be with you guys. Happy yes. to have you here with us today. Yep, thank you. Uh, we've just got a few questions for you. Um, first question to kick it off. How excited were you when the Demons made the grand final this year? Oh, very excited. It's a uh, torment of an of a ex-Melbourne player and, and Melbourne supporters is uh, widely known. For 57 years, we've uh, tried to get ourselves in this position to, to win a premiership. Um, uh, we've got through a couple of prelim finals in 94 and 98 uh, and a grand final in 2000 where we weren't good enough. So, um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a, a long winding road for Melbourne supporters. And um, the excitement we have is that uh, the team is the real deal. They're uh, playing great footy. Um, they've got a great lineup, and they've got a great opportunity to bring home the first premiership in 57 years. Yeah, well, it is very exciting as me and Archer, as you would know, are very diehard Melbourne fans. And um, we're hoping to break that drought of the Premiership drought and hopefully we can get it done this Saturday. For sure. How excited are you guys? Oh, pumped. So excited. I've got Melbourne scarves out the front of my house, posters, just getting in the grand final feeling. Great, great. Do you think we can win? 100%. Um, Uncle Paul... Uh, what yeah. emotions were running through you when you kicked your first ever goal? Oh, Arch, I was pretty lucky, to be honest with you. So, again, it's every boyhood's uh, uh, dream to, to, to play AFL footy, which I was lucky to do. And when I got selected for my first game, it was fantastic. And I was just happy just to play one game and and know that I uh, uh, played AFL footy. Um, I selected my first game against North Melbourne, started in the forward pocket, uh, the ball came out of the centre. I got my hands on the ball and kicked the goal, which was the first goal of the game. It was my first kick in AFL footy, and it was my first goal in AFL footy. So to do all that um, in the excitement of playing my first game was really surreal, to be honest with you. And, um, yeah, a very fortunate, uh, good story for me. Yes, indeed. And um, uh, I, I bet you, um, I think... Uh, uh, the two us boys and in here would um, have loved to kick uh, a goal or any a goal in a in a in a game of AFL football. Thank you. Yeah, that was good fun. Yes. So, um, Luke Beveridge happens to be in your WhatsApp group. Uh, have you started a bit of banter with him? Yes. No. Luke Beveridge is a good good mate of mine. We um, grew up and played sort of under nineteen and reserves footy together. Um, at Melbourne, and um, he played senior footy as well there. And then before he went to to the to the Saints and the Bulldogs, he played footy as well. So uh, he's a he's a good friend. And we've got a good bunch of mates of ex players that we all played together that are on a WhatsApp group, and we do have a bit of banter throughout the year. Um, uh, we love Lukey. He's a great man, and um, uh, we were very excited for him when he won the 2016. Premiership to have him as a great mate as a Premiership coach. We're very excited for him. Uh, the banter has been going over the last few weeks. We've quietened down over the last few days because it's starting to get a bit serious. But um, we've basically said to him that you know we'll be barking our hearts out for the demons. 
uh, if we were to lose, we'd be happy for him to be a two-time premiership coach. So there's a bit of okayness with that. That's not what we want at all. But if it was to happen, we'd be happy for him. But the other thing is we'd rather him be a two-time premiership coach against another club in the next few years. So, um, yeah, he's a, he's a good man and good luck to him every other week and opportunity bar this one with the Demons because we need the Demons to, to take home the premiership. Yes, that's very interesting. And um, yeah. it would be great to be mates with all your ex-friends that you played football with. So it's good that you have that relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, we've stayed pretty tight along the way. We're all, all pretty close and shared some wonderful times together. Very interesting. And um, so, uh, Paul, who was your funniest teammate throughout your career? Oh, there's a couple, and you guys are just way too young to talk about some of the old blokes I used to play with. But Brett Lovett was one who was a great player for Melbourne. He's a three-time All-Australian. He was a very shy, quiet guy, but every time he said something, just the way he said it with his dry sense of humour was very funny. Um, And the other one was a superstar who didn't play for long enough, actually. But Alan Jakovic, if you Google him or watch some highlights on him, a magnificent uh, goal kicker. And a, a great character, but very, very funny. Um, a good sledger, uh, good at uh, having a laugh and so forth. And famously, he um, kissed his brother, Glenn Jakovic, when we were playing Melbourne, playing West Coast. He uh, kicked a goal and Glenn Jakovic was on the mark against his brother and giving him a bit of lip. And after he kicked the goal, he raced up and kissed him on the cheek and um, said, thanks for, uh, thanks for helping me kick that goal, which was quite funny as well. Yeah, I actually saw that clip um, quite recently and I uh, yeah. found that pretty interesting and a bit funny. Yes. Yeah, very, very funny. Um, and what are your thoughts on the Melbourne Demons forward line and back line? Well, I think, again, it all starts in the midfield. So I'd say our midfields are two evenly matched midfields. I think they're both strong. I think our starting first four in the midfield, uh, the Melbourne guys are probably a class above, just got some genuine star power in there. Uh, I think the Bulldogs, though, their midfield bats a bit deeper and they've got better outside run than what we potentially have as well. So the midfield battle is going to win or lose the game. Um, From a forward line perspective, I think we've got a a good balanced forward line now. We've got the tools who are presenting well with Brown and McDonald, but the real key to it for us has been those smalls who have kept that forward line pressure on. And Charlie Bargo, now Charlie Spargo has been magnificent. We've got um, also um, uh, Alex Neil Bullen and and Cosie Pickett, who's a who's who's dynamite. Um, those yes. three steps are really important to keep the ball in the forward line once we do get it in there and capitalise on kicking some goals um, with the backs. Our tall backs stuck out really well and, and they'll hold together the, the, the tall forwards of the Bulldogs. But I'm more worried about some of those small forwards um, and especially if Cody Waitman comes back, he's obviously in good form. Um, we're going to need some small for, uh, small defenders to play well on some of their small forwards and, and help us win the game. Yeah, and I think, um, I reckon if Michael Hibbard keeps his spot, which I assume he would since he played a great game yes. against the Cats... Um, Maybe would they consider him going to Cody Waitman or would they put... Yeah, I'd put Hibbard under Waitman. He's uh, he's an old campaigner. He's pretty strong and pretty tough. And 
I think he could do a a, 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 a good job on Whiteman. Him or, or Trent Rivers has been a good young, small four, uh, defender with a bit of pace for us, might have to play on Whiteman. But between those two, I see them uh, have to concentrate and do a job there. Yes, well, I think the same there. So um, how does it feel to be a life member for the Melbourne Demons Football Club? Yeah, no, it's a great honour. It's very humbling, to be honest with you. I think the greatest achievement you can get in a footy club, and no matter what footy club it is, whether it's an AFL footy club or a local footy club or a junior footy club, is is life membership. Um, no, no sporting clubs or footy clubs give them away easily. It shows that you've been uh, had some longevity within the, in that, that that footy club, and also that you've contributed strongly to the well-being of that of that footy club. So. Yeah, I'm very respectful of all life members, whatever club it is, and to be one of the Melbourne Footy Club, which is the oldest football club in the world, um, is very humbling and, and something I'm very proud of. Yeah, well, that's very good for you, and um, uh, I would love to be a life member of the Melbourne Football Club, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. thank you very much for the interview, Paul. It's been an honour interviewing you, and yes. um, maybe we can get you back on the show one time. Um Good luck and go days. Yes. Oh, great. Great problem, guys. And thanks for having me. And well done on what you're doing. And hopefully your uh, podcast keeps growing and evolving and um, turning into something pretty special. But well done, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, that was a very good interview with a very great man. Yes. So um, we have the shout-outs from yep. last week. Yeah. Shout-out to Charlie Mitchell. Yes. For actually guessing the question right and mm. congratulations Charlie so good friend yes, of ours well to Charlie yeah good job Charlie now we'll just move on to some breaking news um so start off with some coronavirus so today uh, in the last 24 hours Victoria has recorded 628 new cases but um unfortunately New South Wales still you know getting a thousand plus cases mm. per day with a thousand and thirty five new cases recorded so uh, that's not not still not too looking good for them and for us really, but uh, you know you got to push through. Yes. But um, this morning I think we all felt it. There was a magnitude six earthquake. Oh yes. So um, it was a pretty big earthquake. Uh, not really used to earthquakes this this part of the world. So, but um, I was upstairs with my mum and everything just shook and. I went downstairs, the stairs were shaking. It's a pretty scary moment. So and um, there was it was in some parts of New South Wales felt it, did I hear? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like up all the way up in, you know, Sydney they even felt a little bit, but um and I believe the epicenter of the whole earthquake or the main part which got shaken by the earthquake, um, was Mansfield. So f- um Feel bad for the people of Mansfield, but um, they got through it. It wasn't the worst earthquake, but um, hopefully we don't have to experience it, get experience it again. Yeah. But um, now we'll just cut to an ad break real quick. Hi, my name's Paul Kennedy and I'm a sport reporter for the ABC and when I'm not listening to the ABC, I listen to Radio Caram. Tune in and enjoy. Yeah, welcome back, folks. And um, as 
uh, welcome back. And uh, yeah, we'll head all straight on to to the NRL. Um, so some news from the Saturday semi-final game. Uh, one of the Penrith Panthers, Penrith trainers, penalised by the NRL for deliberately stopping play in the dying minutes of Saturday's semi-final thriller against Parramatta. And on that note, Parramatta has stated that there were fears Mitch Kenny, the hooker for Parramatta, um, had broken his ankle, but um, we don't know yet. Um, uh, we'll do the scores now, uh, the semi-finals. The Seagulls played the Roosters on Friday night and smashed them with a score of 42-6. to Bad luck for um, the Roosters there. The Panthers played Parramatta and won in a very close 8-6. to And that was it for the semi-finals, only two games. But uh, what are your tips, boys, for the preliminary finals? So the Storm versus Panthers, who are we uh, rooting for? Storm. Storm. Ah, uh, yeah. Storm. Yeah. Um, hopefully the Storm can make it to the grand final and win that. So maybe... Um, Mel- yeah, is maybe... Back-to-back? I think so. Uh, yes, I think it is back-to-back, yeah. 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 And um, also the Melbourne Demons and the Melbourne Storm hopefully can make it to the grand final. Sea Eagles versus the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Um, going the Sea Eagles. I think they've been pretty strong last... Yeah, a few games apart from yeah, I, I'm actually going the South Sydney Rabbitohs this one. Uh, yeah, I'll take your point there, Donovan. I'll go for the Rabbitohs, and um, that's it for NRL. And uh, we, I'll pass it on to you, Kale. Yeah, so it's a big week with the AFL Grand Final week, and we've got a pretty big segment on AFL here. So we're yeah. just gonna do a preview of the Grand Final. So that is pretty good. So will the Demons break their 57-year drought? I, I'd reckon, yeah. I reckon, um, at the, like, I just think how we're, you know, just uh, how we've been performing lately. Yes. I reckon mm-hmm. we can bring it home. We have been performing well. So, some injury concerns and some comebacks. So, we have, for the Demons, Charlie Spargo had an ankle injury at training, but the Melbourne staff has said he is all good to play and was just a little scared. So, yeah. that's good for us, the small forward. Yes. Um. He, he is able to play. Then we had Stephen May, an update on his hamstring. He did it against Geelong, but he is available and he's been training well. But he didn't take part in the scratch match last Saturday, but they said that was on purpose because they didn't want to do anything more yeah. to it. So I'm um, just, I guess, another little scare there. Yes, and the last one for the Ds, Joel Smith. He looks fit and is available, but... Does he come into the team or does Hibbard keep his spot in the back line? Um, personally, I would do Hibbard just because I think Hibbard's a little bit smaller and I reckon he can chase around Cody Waitman. Yes, he's he's pretty fast. What do you reckon, Don? Yeah, Hibbard for me. Um, he was good against the Cats, so I think yeah. he'll keep his spot. Yeah, I think he deserves to. Now, some of the dogs' injuries, um, only two here. Alex Keith, uh after a strained hammy, it looks like he will return for the grand final. Yes. Big backman. So, I wonder who he will match up on and we'll talk about that later. Yes. Then we had Cody Waitman. After being out for one week due to concussion, he is free to play in the grand final. So, it's just up to selectors, but I'm pretty sure he's going to get a spot in the team. Yeah, just add a bit another small forward into the forward lineup, And I think, yeah, I think he'd be a pretty good addition. And... Uh, do we want to move on to Melbourne's keys forwards? or I've got some stats here. Oh, sorry. Stats, sorry. Yeah, we've got Melbourne. They will be tough to beat in the post-clearance contested possession area of the game. So they are number one at that. Yes. 
So I think we'll dominate that area of the game. While Tom Libertore and Clayton Oliver are the top two ranked players in the league for total clearances this year. So Tom Libertore has 152 and Clayton Oliver has 151. Oh, sorry. So they're one behind each other. So that will be a very good battle between those two. Yes. Yeah, so we've I've just got some players that need to stand out from both teams. Yes. So we have besides the midfielders for the D's and Gorn, we need some we need someone like Ben Brown or Tom McDonald to step right up as they create a contest, bring the ball to ground, which leaves Cozzy and Spargo to do their thing. Yeah, because we know they're so clean at picking the ball up and that snap off just unbalanced and they they just do that so perfectly. But um yeah, uh, definitely, yes. And for the dogs, as well as the midfield, Aaron Norton is the one Melbourne need to contain as he is a match winner when he is on. He has strong marking attributes and know where, knows where the big sticks are. So he flies in the air every contest and takes a great grab. So yeah. we'll talk about that next, who he will be lining up on. Yeah. And um, I think Melbourne definitely need to watch out. Um, on him because yes, he's, he's very deadly. Yes, he's a complete and downright goal scorer. Now we have some lineups, and I'll go mids first. Mids so first. matchups. Who knows who will start in the midfield for both teams? But the likely midfield starters for the D's will be Gorn, Petrarca, Oliver, and Viney. But with the Dogs, it'll most likely be Stefan Martin, Liber, Bontempelli, and McRae, which will be a very good battle of the mids. And the question is. Who goes to Libba and will Melbourne tag him? Yes. Um, personally, I think James Harms would tag him uh, because, you know, he's a cl- he's like he's the best at clearances in the whole league. So you really you can't let the tip get to him. But um, with our Ruckman Max gone, I think – I don't think maybe we'll need to tag him because um, Western Bulldogs are struggling to find a Ruckman and uh, I don't think they'll be able to get it to Tom Libertoro, uh, but – that doesn't that doesn't mean we don't need a tagger, but uh, he is the one to go in and get the ball for yeah. those outside mids. As Paul said before, they have yeah. a lot of outside mids there yeah. that run. So yes. I reckon in a starting lineup, if uh, just to be um, aware, the teams aren't out yet, so we're just doing a rough yeah. guide of what we think the team starting lineup will be and from so past games as well. Yeah, so if Viney starts in the mid, which I'm tipping he will, I think he'll go on Liberatore because I think Viney's tough, he gets in there and I think he can tag him as well as James Harms. Mm, yeah. So I think James Harms might start on half forward. Yeah. Something like that. And then they might rotate if Tom Liberatore is just on fire. Yes, so uh, let's hope they can get that game plan right. And make um, sure he doesn't get as many touches as he does every week. So yes. <laughs> move it on to Archer with his matchups. Uh, yes, so once again, roughed, uh, roughed you know, just suggestions. Um, so I'm tipping that the Melbourne's key forwards will be Ben Brown playing the full forward position. As we know, he has a very firm grip and once and exactly like Aaron Norton, very strong in the air and knows where the big sticks is. And, yeah, just... Um, uh, he's got a very straight ki- uh, kicking technique, very long as well. But, <laughs> um, uh, he, yeah, once again, he knows how to kick goals. So it's 
I'm either tipping that it'll be Zane Cordy, Ryan Gardner, or maybe Alex Keith after coming back from injury. Maybe not. Maybe playing centre-half back. But I reckon those people will defend Ben Brown. Yeah, well, we need him to step up, as I said before. But it's, um, I think, whoever he matches up on, he has he is very tall, so yeah. they might need to chuck a tall on him. So yeah. hopefully he can play very well. Um, yeah, in the forward pocket, it's it's the left footer Bailey Fritch. Oh, this is once again rough, uh, rough suggestions. He will be very deadly player to man up on, as he has just a pinpoint accurate kick, and uh, he can also pick up the ball and take it over the boundary if necessary. So, um, I'm. Most likely, Bailey Williams is most likely to play on him. So, it'll be Battle of the Baileys and I believe Fritsch will come out on top. In the other pocket, um, I'm going to go because I pick it with this one. Um, I just I just think, i just suggesting that, suggesting that. But um, uh, he'll play against Taylor Duray once again, <laughs> another suggestion. But we'll rotate in and out of that position with Alex Neil Bullen. Duray is quite fast. He's a fast guy. Yeah. I think it was him. Um, against Brisbane, Charlie Cameron was sprinting, and they were. It was like a race to the ball, and he stopped Charlie Cameron, which is a very hard task. So, yeah, did you see that, Dom? I did. I did. Um, Bulldogs and uh, Lions. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, he is a Hawthorne Premiership player. Two Premierships actually. So. He has the experience in playing in a grand final and, you know, the winning nerves. as well. Yes. So hopefully these can stop him and I hope that Cozzy can speed his way. Yeah. I, I just think with the craft and skills he's got, I reckon he might be able to... Very creative. Yeah. Cozzy. Yeah. Uh, and um, Melbourne... But they also have to... Yeah, what, the dogs... Melbourne will have to go up a very strong defensive lineup. Um, but once again, another small forward. Charlie Spargo is also going to play as um, another small forward in their uh, rotation. But also, don't forget when Luke Jackson um, when Luke Jackson comes down when they play the three tall forwards, which it's going to be um, like ball. Uh, they'll just put centering high balls up in um, in the forward fifty. And also when Maxi goes down there and uh, Luke Jackson heads to the midfield, but. Overall, I think it'll be uh, very contested in the 50 and I'm very excited for the game. Yes, I am too and I hopefully we can get out on top. So, Don, yeah. you've got the... Back what do you have? The Backman? Me Melbourne Black Backline. Uh, Melbourne Backman forward. and yeah, Doggies Forward. So, we'll start off with the Doggies Forward. So, you know, Aaron Norton, yes. uh, the astronaut, yes. as people like to call him, um, is a very good player. Um, hopefully he can take some good grabs, uh, kick some goals. Um also, Mitch Hannon, who um, had a great game last week, former Demon. So yes. Versing his old team and maybe yeah. he might regret leaving if Melbourne win. If come maybe. out on top, but then he also might um, be happy he left. Yeah, be happy he left. But um, continued on. Um, and also, uh, one more, just Cody Waitman. Oh, so he's going to be deadly yes. coming he back will. from concussion. Yeah, he's exactly like Kai Kazai Pickett, crafty. Uh, he's got speed and he, you know, he's got like that crafty check side snap drop punt. He's a very he knows where the big sticks is. Yeah, yeah it might sit on uh, Max Gorn's head again. Oh, he better not. Yeah, yeah. Better not. that was that was a, that was a beautiful hanger. Yeah, it was good. Um, 
and I'll do some lineups for those three forwards. But um, so we we believe Stephen May or Harry Petty will line up on Aaron Norton. Yeah, yeah. I think um, Stephen May is that big body. Yeah. Um, but he, I reckon Norton will be better on the speeding side of things, like speed yeah, side of things. May. So I think Petty would be better in that role. But and but I think May's solid coming back from his hamstring. Injury. Yeah, um, I think it'll be pretty solid on Norton. Yeah, far. but maybe because they might play first quarter Harry Petty on him just so um, May can get his um, he can get warmed up so you know he can just feel a bit confident. And um, Bulldogs do have quite a few tall forwards, don't they? So he and might they do. fit that role. Yeah, with the rotation with Tim English. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then Cody Waitman. Um, we think that. Michael Hibbert, if he does keep his spot, will line up on Cody Waitman. So I yeah. think, as Paul said before, it could be Trent Rivers, the young, mm. fast yeah, defender. He is, good, yeah. he is very, very athletic. Good. Yes, um, fan favourite. Yeah, <laughs> he is. Uh, or I think, yeah, Hibbert, the more experienced, very quick, um, bigger body on Cody. Uh, he, I reckon he can get the job done and... I'm tipping he keeps his spot, don't you reckon, boys? Uh, yeah, just yeah. with the performance he pull, uh, pulled off uh, mm-hmm. um, against Cats. I reckon, yeah, I think he's going to keep his spot. Yeah, so predicting Cody Waitman. Yeah, and um, predicting Mitch Hannon's opponent, uh, we've got Christian Salem. Is yes. Yes. He's had a very outstanding year this year, Christian yeah. Salem. So yeah, beautiful left boot. To be honest, mm-hmm. I thought he should have been in All-Australian. Really? Yeah. Yep. He's, been, he's had a standout year. So He's so like controlled with his that left foot. He yeah. just pierces it through and yeah, great defender. And so Mitch Hannon and Christian Sam, so it'd be like a left footer on left footer. Yeah, and right old teammate on old teammate. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I think Christian Salem will uh, beat him in this situation because I feel like he's he's sort of got a bigger body build, yeah. and I think he's just I don't know about the speed. But I think definitely in the air, Salem's pretty fast. Yeah, he's got some speed, but mm. um, Mitch Hannon's just, he's very quick. So um, I reckon, I think that'll be a very good matchup if it happens. It will. And I'll just uh, move on to the Melbourne Demons, you know, most notable backliners, um, just to name a few. But uh, So Stephen May, um, Jake Lever and Christian Salem. Yes, so mentioned them before. Yes, we have. So Stephen May, we mentioned his he'll either play on Aaron Norton or and also when Tim English because he's comes the, back down. Yeah, when because Tim English is the probably the starting ruckman when he comes down to rotate, pull yeah. forward, I reckon Stephen May will go on him and hopefully do a good job on him. And yeah. he could also maybe he Stephen Martin, he if he mm. might rotate forward. Um, Maybe I reckon Stephen May would have to get that job there, just that big, tall body. Yeah. So, yeah. And um, so Jake Lever, um, I believe he's going to um, line up on Josh Shackey. And yep. Josh Shackey's a big body. There yes. was talk about that. And when they played against Port, um, Josh Shackey was on Alir Alir, the yes. star backman, All-Australian. Yes. Um, he really brought Alir Alir out of the game, if you yeah. know what I mean. He... He was just bringing him out of contest, so because yeah. Alir Alir is very strong in the contest yeah, mark, so yeah, he brought him out of that. So, um, tipping that's what they want Shaki to do against Melbourne with Jake Lever, try yeah. to bring him out of that contest. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. And uh, as we mentioned before, Christian Salem um, on Mitch Hannon. So Yeah, well, Christian Salem, as we said before, old teammates, but I reckon Christian Salem has the better of him here. Yeah, yeah. me too. I think Christian a bit more experienced and uh, I think yeah, he'll get the job done. Yeah. Well, we have some see. tips for the grand final and then we'll move on to the Brownlow and then move... And then we'll move on from AFL. So, who wins and by how much? Um, I believe I've tipped this before, but um, I think Melbourne yep. by 26 points. That's very, very specific, Donovan. Yeah. Thank you, Donovan. Yeah, well, how much do you reckon Melbourne will win by Chino, since you're a Melbourne supporter? Um, uh, uh, Melbourne will probably win by... I don't know. I'm, gonna get, I'm just going to go just a... Uh, by five goals, just you know, just uh, so thirty points, just uh, an estimate. But mm. well, I think this is my view on it. It's either this might be a bit controversial. It's either Melbourne smash them, plug mm-hmm. them, yeah. and win, or Doggies. Bulldogs win in a close game. Mm. Yeah, um, I mean, by the way, Melbourne have been performing. Yeah. And, I mean, they smashed the Cats. Yeah, so I, I hope they can bring that form, especially with that week off. Like, we got the week off before Cats and we yeah. were amazing against them. So that's that's my tip. Uh, Melbourne by uh, 19 points, I yeah. reckon. So who do you think will win the Norm Smith? Um, well, if Bulldogs do win, I reckon either the Bont or um, Bailey Smith is actually... Had a very good finals campaign, so he has kicking three goals in the first one, four goals against Port to pretty much seal that win. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's into the grand final. And yeah, who do you reckon, Arch? Uh, Bonton Pelly for uh, the doggies, and um, if we're talking Melbourne, Christian Petraka because uh, I just know he just looks so um, cool and uh, clean under pressure. Doesn't you know muffle up. Yeah, I reckon if dogs win, it'll be, as you said, Don, the Bont or Bailey Smith. If Melbourne win, it'll either be Petrarca or Clayton Oliver, yeah. I reckon. So, yeah. yeah. And we've got our last tip until we move on to the Brownlow, which happened on Sunday. Um, first goal scorer. So who do you think will kick the first goal? Bailey Fritz. I reckon um, Ben Brown. Ben Brown. Well, as a Melbourne supporter, I'd like Melbourne to kick the first goal, but I think the Dogs will kick the first goal. Aaron Norton? Uh, I reckon Cody Waitman. Cody? Kick the first goal coming back um, from... Pumped up. Yeah, he'll be pumped up. He's very pumped up and very energetic. But it, if I was going to say um, Melbourne, then I reckon um, Cosy Pickett. I reckon Cosy Pickett will come out and just do... Massive snap or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, alrighty. Um, so Donovan, are we going into a break? Yeah, we are. Um, just real quick. Yeah, we'll be back. Alright. Hi, it's Sonia Kilkenny, and I'm pleased to be here on Radio Karam. We're back, and. Uh, Brownlow. Brownlow, very excited. Yeah. Bit disappointed as well. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday nights. Um, it was pretty good, Brownlow. But um, mm. so 
we all tipped Clayton Oliver, didn't we? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I wanted him to win uh, very much. Yeah, but um, Ollie Wines came out on top, polling 36 votes. So yeah. Um, very good season from him. And um, Bond and Pelly, who was, you know, up there to win it, mm-hmm. was one of the big favourites. He only got 33 votes coming in second. So I'm pretty sure this was the first time at Port Adelaide four people have gotten um, over 30 over votes. 30 votes. Yeah. And the first time someone's won a brown though from Port Adelaide. Yeah, so, so well done to Ollie. Mm-hmm. Where did Clayton Oliver come? Sorry. Clayton Oliver finished third, yeah. um, just getting 31 votes. So just falling five votes yeah. or six votes um, off from the winning the brown though. But yeah. um, I mean, the only way is up um, yeah. next season, maybe, if Melbourne continue their form. I mean, that was a very good season from Clayton Oliver. Won the Coaches yeah. Award. Yeah. Um, and so that's a pretty good effort. So. Yeah. yeah, and um, so Caleb Strong from Frio or oh. Fremantle Dockers, he kicked the goal of the year. So um, did you see that? Uh, yeah. Uh, the um, the just slap it on the check side. Yep. Yeah. yeah. After getting hit down. Yeah. That was a very impressive goal. All the goals that nominated were pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. I would have loved Cosy Pickett yeah. to win because yeah. th- that was a pretty good goal, weaving through everyone and on the opposite left boot. Yeah. yeah. So that would that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a great goal. But um, and then Shay Bolton, mark of the year. Yeah, mark of the year. So um, that was a great mark. Yeah. I remember I was watching that live. But um, there was another few good was marks actually at that game. Yeah, Shay Bolton mm. got that. But um, to be honest, um, no offense to anyone, I think Jack Rewalt. Oh, back with won the flight. That. Back yeah. with the flight. Yeah. Specky into like four people. Yeah. Um, and he took a specky on Marby Chol, so and he's a pretty <laughs> tall man. Yeah, he is. He's off to the Suns, by the way. Yeah. yeah. So, pretty impressive marks and goals here. Mm-hmm. So yeah. We have the quiz. Fun fact. Oh yeah. Uh, so, the fun fact is, there are 117 sprinklers on the MCG. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's a random one. Yeah. I know, <laughs> but like, I just looked at it. I'm like. Wow, that's like 117 sprinklers. Like, that's a lot, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> very random. So and um, and uh, the um, quiz is how many countries play AFL? Oh, so you should look that up. And and um, that's it. And also go to the Instagram account and. Enter your questions. Enter your your answers. And um, that's it for Fun Fact and Quiz. And we'll head to Donnie for Movie of the Week. Yeah, as uh, Paul Hopgood said, um, his favourite movie is Rudy. Rudy. Um, It's from 1993. Um, It's got Sean Astin. Yes. um, John Favreau and um, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, yes, um, I've heard of him. What can you watch that on, Don? Well, unfortunately... um, there's not really anything you can watch it for free if you have a subscription, but um, from you know Google Play, they've got it from three ninety nine, same as Amazon Prime. So I do have Google Play at home, so I might check that out. <laughs> yeah, check yeah. it out. Check I also do. So get rid of the four dollars in my wallet. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it'll be worth it. Yeah, it does. Let's hope so. That's it. Sounds like the way uh, Uncle Paul described it. Um, I believe. Uh, that pretty much wraps it up. Yeah. yeah. Pretty long, very interesting. Yeah. Long episode. So, yeah. 
thank you all for yeah. listening. Just that yeah. was just so much fun talking about the AFL Grand Final. And the interview was very good. Yeah. Um, thank you to Paul again if you're listening still. But um, that about wraps it up for us. Um, Hope you enjoyed the episode. Yeah. yeah, thank you for tuning in and see you next week. See yep. ya. Thank you. Bye. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town.